Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello guys and welcome back to uh, this podcast that you listen to called Get The Belt. I am one of your hosts, Miles, and unfortunately Kashmir, baby girl, can't be with us this week. But we instead have a very special guest on the show. Introduce yourself, sis. Hello, I'm Grace Akladna. Uh, I'm a singer, producer, recording artist. Yes. Um, and a old friend of miles yeah man yeah we used to go to school with each other in the brit school yeah and we didn't actually meet until well we we would have met but we didn't actually hang out until a level what was that was it a Le- no no yeah we do like nice things in a level in french yeah yeah so we knew each other yeah yes yeah, so but it mean. didn't the connection i don't feel was really as strong until we got to Year, year 14, 14. Arthur, and that's when it blossomed arthur bolton as our teacher where the hell Big is he up. gone <laughs> i tried to email him the other day heard nothing really? i don't even know if he's alive I, I, I think i have his phone number i'm gonna try call him let's I, do it i later. always think about it and i never do it so yeah, definitely yeah. he's an interesting man he was yeah he um he loved me really, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he actually did though i think do you th- deep down yeah maybe. he did he was a bit scary I think he was quite intimidating. And I remember he, he actually did like me. And so... We I felt like he loved you. I felt like everyone loves you, Grace. Oh, thank you. But it was, um, it was funny because I remember we had a end of term dinner. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, Grace, you go sit next to the whole... You. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. I forgot to mute all the other tracks. <laughs> Where is that playing from? Maybe oh, there she is, Tisha Campbell. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wow, I might even keep that in keep there. That, yeah. yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> she is still there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so I remember Arthur Bolton, um, everyone told me I had to go sit next to him because everyone else Why? was scared of him at the oh, end wow. of end of term dinner. Yeah. Oh my so, goodness, and we went for pizza or something yeah, like that in that Italian really, restaurant. Yeah. I felt so fucking bougie. <laughs> Well, let's kick off the show with Word of the Week. And as per usual, whenever we have a special guest on the show, we get them to give you a Word of the Week. So what is your Word of the Week for us this week, Grace? Uh, I'd say my Word of the Week is accountability. So taking um, 
accountability for your own actions but also i mean this is for me i feel like you're about well. to read me to be honest oh but. no no <laughs> <laughs> but you know making other people take accountability for the things that they do mm-hmm. um i mean it's all well and good being forgiving um but i think we also have to hold each other up to standards yeah and, um and i think yeah if you if you hold people up to those standards then you're also doing them a favor by you know helping them remember that they have uh i don't know where i'm going with this my, my mind <laughs> a, bit, ooh, a little bit blank i started <laughs> overthinking um but yeah reminding people that they have standards to live up to mm-hmm. and they if they expect to be treated a certain way then they should also well treat other people a certain way as well yeah you know? i can com- i completely um i completely agree with that uh accountability is something which i've ha- i've over the past few months is the, the words cropped up a lot uh not just myself but on social media mm. um you know wild things have been happening around the world and people are always saying you know take accountability for this or what you said or what you did etc yeah. but i feel like um yeah that is something that i and if i if i'm gonna be honest i feel like i'm really good at it when it comes to my own independent and my own personal accountability for the way I make myself feel or the things I do and the things I do to other people. Yeah. However, when you said about other people's accountability, that is something I struggle with because I honestly feel like people can sometimes be blind to what it really means and how yeah. they can how uh, how they can demonstrate it. And I sometimes get quite tired. I feel like I'm parenting people. Yeah trying to help them see that so oh, i know what you ha- mean it's exhausting <laughs> yeah but um how would you in terms of other people how how do you help other people to be accountable for their for their shit um i think it's from a, a loving place yes exactly like erica Badu said yeah <laughs> 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 that's the thing though isn't it is keeping it from a, a loving place mm-hmm. um because i think it's really easy to point fingers at people and be like yeah, that, that, yeah. But that doesn't really achieve anything um, because it just makes people, pe- all people see is that you're upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people confuse accountability for blaming. Yes, exactly. But yeah, so I think if it's coming from a place of love, I think you have to kind of take away some of the anger that comes from mm-hmm. the situation. Well, maybe not the anger, but because anger is a, is a really powerful and... Um, can be really useful emotion when you use it correctly Mm -hmm. but I think it's about being really careful about what words you use um, and how you direct your feelings and your emotions Um, and I think taking the vengefulness out of it as well because sometimes oh that's a word you're doing a real word right now (laughs) yeah so instead of I mean the, the uh, I mean, for me, my if someone hurts me, then my first feeling is I want to hurt them back, mm-hmm. you know. But that doesn't achieve anything. Yeah. So if you take away that, right, I'm going to hurt you for hurting me, um, feeling out of it, then yeah, that often helps people to 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 really listen to what you're saying. Mm. But also, I think if someone keeps on doing something and keeps on trying you, yeah, then you need to distance yourself and 100%. take a step back yeah yeah accountability for me is 
also like an understanding of not just how you feel, but how you've impacted others Absolutely. for me. So this week I'm going to focus on my accountability yeah. and and others, but coming from an understanding point of view and not just understanding, not trying to get across how I want other people to understand how I feel, but also how they not necessarily should be feeling or necessarily expecting them to give me what I want out of them taking accountability, but just to focus on how, I guess, uh, just shedding a light on emotions that have been created from whatever has happened and giving them the space to rectify that, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also sometimes taking accountability is that if someone's hurt you, but you've let them as well. You've given them the opportunity. Yes. You have to take oh, accountability wow, for me. yourself. And <laughs> yeah, I have true. to do that so often. Where yeah. I'm like, well, I kind of knew this was going to happen. So, well. you know, you well. know that I, I mean, I've done that quite a bit. So I have to sort of look at myself and go, come on, Grace. Like, trust yeah. yourself. And yeah. that goes from anywhere from the workplace to career yeah. to relationships Absolutely. to friendships. Just that, that self-trust is so powerful and... Wait, I, I I really need to work on that. Yeah, yeah. Because essentially, when you when you trust someone, uh, whether it's a minor or a big thing, whether it's with you know a business deal or with just meeting up for a coffee mm. at seven o'clock, or trusting someone to be loyal to you intimately or on a friend wise, mm. you essentially are trusting yourself in giving them the gift of your trust. So absolutely. That sense of account that's also where accountability comes Ooh, into play i've got chills when wow you said that. come chill. on <laughs> so that is your word of the week this week guys accountability let us know like how you deal with it how you handle taking accountability or giving other like allowing someone else to be accountable for their actions and you know your stories that you've got with that and i hope that resonates with you this week the way it did with us here yeah so how has your week been this week grace i don't even remember I've been <laughs> that <laughs> happens to me every week in the studio i'm like um it's wow. true wait i'm I, i've actually done things wait let me, let me <laughs> have remind a look. what myself. have i done um oh, i had a, such a cool day yesterday what'd you get up to i had such a, it was it was lovely because i saw friends that i haven't seen in years mm-hmm. but also other random things happened i mean this is i was thinking about this this morning that living in london you just see some random stuff you just witness things and it's just it's quite bizarre so in the morning i um i was going i i'm I got all dressed up just because I felt like it. I just because you deserve. Yeah, because I love dressing up. I don't check out her Instagram. She slays (laughs) the outfits. Bang! Oh, thank you. Actually, deleted everything. Even today, you've deleted. I thought that. I thought it was my Instagram fucking up, but shit. No, you really did that. It's it's tactical. I'm I'm starting a. I know. I was gonna say that's what Beyonce did that once before she dropped an album. So I don't know what that means (laughs) for for Gracie over here. Wink, wink. Um, but yeah, so I had this bright pink outfit, bright mm-hmm. pink jacket. And so it got a lot of attention. People like, you know, saying, you know, oh, great nice, jacket yeah. and that's nice. And this woman started talking to me and, um, 
and she started describe. we were talking about where we're from and then she started mm-hmm. describing this person to me and how this, she has this really interesting mix and she's like Brazilian but has like a little bit of Indian and, a, and she's Ghanaian as well and I was like I know someone with that mix and then she was like oh and, and the partner is Egyptian mm-hmm. and I was like is that and then she was talking about my my sister-in-law basically no way. yeah and I was like that's really weird and Anyway, so we got on, the, and her child is in the same class as my niece, and it was, yeah, very strange. And so I went and saw um, an old friend that I hadn't seen in ages, and we caught up. It was really lovely. Mm-hmm. And then I went to see another friend, um, and then we we went to see the Grace Wales Bonner exhibition at the Serpentine. Okay. She's this uh, amazing uh, fashion designer, and she has a menswear line, and the exhibition is all about... Um, she only does menswear? Yeah. Wow, so. that's yeah, and it's really, bu- really beautiful, yes. beautiful work, and it feels like the whole exhibition is made for people of color, like young. Mm-hmm. Spe- I mean, I felt like I was in that exhibition, and it was speaking to me, to you. and I was like, "This nice is nice things." Yeah, yeah, and it was. It's all about spirituality, and um, and shrines, um. So it was quite. You could feel the the impact yeah. of that subject matter in the space. It just felt really peaceful. As soon as I walked in, I felt very calm. Um, I'd really recommend anyone to go and see it. Um, Sa- I think Sampha um, did something okay. as, as part of the exhibition as well. Um, I saw something on, on Instagram where he's in a church. and um <laughs> My bad. That's okay. <laughs> so Pokemon um, Company just emailed me. <laughs> <laughs> Wild Pokemon <laughs> Geek I love Pokemon um, Yeah so that was amazing And then and then I uh, So yeah go see that exhibition Yeah we'll put the link in the description below Yeah it's, it's free as well um, Nice things Nice things yes. indeed <laughs> And then I went to the V&A and I saw Dita Von Teese walking out Who's that? You I'm know so the striptease you, you know her if you saw her She's Let me show you um, what was her name? Dita. Uh, maybe I'm saying his na- her name wrong. Dita Von Tees or Von Tissay. Von I'm not familiar. Really? Yeah. She's re- like, look. Okay, 2.3 million. Yeah. So she's, she's kind of on end. Usually, usually <laughs> I don't know who anyone is. <laughs> Seriously, but... Yeah, and she, she was dressed impeccably. Really? I was just like, wow. That's amazing to just be looking that fabulous imagine she you know her hair was done perfectly, everything was sorted out yeah and she was just strolling out of the vna i was like wow, wow. <laughs> anyway so no it was a i had a really good day and um yeah and then i can't remember what else i did this week i think i was just uh getting things ready because i have a uh should i say that now yeah i have well, a yeah i have a a uh, single coming out next Friday. Come through. Uh, yeah. What's it called? It's called When I Saw You. Oh. Um, and I'm uh, guessing you wrote it because... I, yeah, I did. I wrote it. Because Grace does all these things. I produced it. Yes, come on. Uh, it got mixed by this lovely mixer called Lex. He's really great. And through Lex? Yeah. And then and then I made a music video with my friend, mm-hmm. Tolga. Um, we just went out. It was. It's all like very DIY you know yeah. we didn't have any money we just 
found some places Hustling. in London. Exactly. That yeah. had nice lights. And we were like, yeah, let's make a... Let's do it. Yeah. Been there before. Tolga's never even made a music video before. And he did an amazing, amazing job. I have to shout out shout to him. him yeah, he's amazing. We'll put all of these people in there. We'll put their links in the description below. So if ever you want to do any work or collaborations with the... Wow, look at us recording the go. You can probably hear the sirens in the yeah. back. <laughs> Yeah, we're not in the studio today. (laughs) Keeping it real. But yeah, if you want to like holler at them or check out their work, we'll put their uh, info in the description also. Yeah. And where will this be available on what platforms? It will be on Spotify, SoundCloud, Mm -hmm. Apple Music, iTunes, um, all the things. It's going to be on YouTube as well. Um, Yeah, it's going to be everywhere. And where can people find you? They can find me um on instagram facebook and twitter at grace akladna and that's grace and that like as in amazing amazing grace, grace yeah. because she is <laughs> yes <laughs> i love that as your go-to like amazing grace i know uh, oh um yeah and then akladna is a c l a d n a so, yeah, and that, of me. course, will all be in the description below. So you can give our girl a follow and yeah. check out her stuff. Well, my week's been, um, again, I can never remember what I did. It's been a fun week at my work. We've had a new cast come in and they're mm-hmm. all extremely talented. And they're all really, really super duper friendly, which is great. Uh, it's nice to go into a place where you're used to going having new, fresh energy. It just... Yeah. It just revamps everything, gives everything like a little a dust over and yeah. makes things more exciting. Um, so we've been in rehearsals a lot, a lot, a lot. Of course, we've got our live show coming up really soon as we record this. Yeah. We've got 10 days left. So if you haven't got your ticket, uh, get it now. Tickets are available on Eventbrite or just Google Get The Belt Live or type in tickets.getthebeltpod.com and it'll take you straight to the link. Um, it's going to be in a really, really beautiful hotel as well, right? Yeah, it's going to be yeah. at the Curtain Hotel, which I only ever went to once when checking out the venue, but it's stunning in there. Yeah. Um, Grace, you're part of the Melanin Magnificence yeah. uh, pre-show. Yay! What, what are you going to be performing? So I'll probably do when I saw you. I yes. mean, if it's going to be out, I have to... Wow! Yeah! yeah <laughs> so it's going to be exciting. literally like two days after it's going to be released. So, so w- would Get The Belt Live be the p- first place that you... I guess so, it? yeah. Exclusive! Yes! So if you want to come <laughs> and see the performance for the very first time, get yourself a ticket and come down to the show. Yeah. But yeah, so... It's going to be um, amazing. There's going to be lots of yeah. beautiful acts and... Yeah, yeah, it's been so all this week I've been like we've been sorting out um all the guest performances and guest speakers. So as you already seen from the uh Instagram page and all of that, we've got X Factors Misunderstood Performing, X Factors J Soul, um we've got the lovely Grace who's here with us today. Oh my goodness, who else? There's a UK rap artist by the name of Paris Wright. He's oh. gonna be performing. Um, Just Kemi, an amazing violinist who oh, yeah. like does violin to like Afro beats and Bashment, nice things, make you break out your back whilst <laughs> doing classical things on the violin. Um, who else? I don't want to miss anyone out and have people get mad at me. Poet, writer, rapper, Zoka. He goes with Zoka, the author, or Zoka. Um, he'll be there doing, doing nice things. Um, and yeah, like 
it's going to be fun. So the pre-show uh, is called Melanin Magnificence pre-show because obviously in our segment, Melanin Magnificence, we talk about amazing people from the BAME community doing nice things. Uh, and so we thought, why not call the pre-show Melanin Magnificence pre-show? So instead of hearing us talk about them and the great things they're doing, you guys can just come along and see it for yourself. Yeah. So yeah, it's been busy sorting that out. We've got a new sponsor, um, Eat of Eden. Shout out to them. They are a family-run business in Brixton, in the market there. And it's a vegan Caribbean restaurant, like mm. like one of the very, very few. And the food is fucking exquisite. Um, so yeah, expect nice things in your goodie bags uh, from them. Oh, wow. uh, That's yeah. like two of my favourite. I mean, because I love Caribbean food. My mum's from Barbados, but yeah. I can't. I'm trying to be vegan right now, so that is exciting to yeah. hear. So yeah, it's great stuff, and nicely and seasoned, still feeling and you're s- right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> so <Planted>. yeah, so <laughs> it's been it's been fun. So obviously that show is on our show is on the 17th of this month on Sunday at the Curtain Hotel. Doors open at 7 p.m. We're also very, very excited to have uh, Melanin King from Basic Biscuits podcast hosting our first live show, which is great to team up with another amazing uh, black LGBTQ um, talented podcast and member of our community. And yeah, we're excited to have them on our show helping us out and doing nice things mm. but yeah it's just, i've just been really busy sorting out the live show basically whilst doing this show in 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 town uh i recovered from my sickness which was a pain in the dick mm. uh finally started working out again i feel like i'm where i'm at where i was at like 10 years ago but That's you good. know you just gotta start push you just gotta push through the yeah. the pain of the gym and not eating takeout because I wasn't actually able to cook for like a week because I was so ill. So I was just eating, yeah. So now I'm just getting back into the habit again of being healthy and living healthy, working out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, my week's been good. So uh, melanin, it's time for Melanin Magnificence. Yeah. So who does your Melanin Magnificence go to this week, Grace? So can I do... It can be anyone. Anyone, okay. Absolutely anyone. I mean, I went to this gig on sunday mm-hmm. um and it was this uh this trio called well that's actually part of their name it's le trio jubran come on jubran. Yeah, yeah. i didn't know how bon much to do the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the french accent but. by the way bon chose means nice things in french yes bon chose <laughs> and uh yeah they're these three brothers from palestine mm-hmm. that play the oud all three of them play the oud um, what is the it's oud? like it's like a I know it's a fragrance. Oh really? Oud is in that f- what the Arabs wear generally. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's, I oh know. my god, you said they're from Palestine. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. So probably. Bonchos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they um, so yeah, there's three of them, yeah. and they have this like um. You know, it's like in their family that they all play the oud and their father made all the instruments. And so the oud is kind of like a, maybe like a lute kind of instrument. It's like what a is guitar, a lute? See like me, a, I'm not musically like a guitar, like but like it has a different body shape and diff- I think maybe there's eight strings. Are they like roundish? It, yeah. Okay, I think I know what you're on about. Yeah, they're really I feel beautiful. Smart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think you'd know it if you yeah. saw it. Yeah, it's one of them ones. Um, And yeah, that was... 
an amazing gig. It mm-hmm. was so beautiful. And I haven't, I haven't been to a gig that's transported me so much in a really long time. And I, yeah. re- I really just felt um, really peaceful when yeah. I was there. And the percussionist was amazing. He yeah. was just doing things with a tambourine that I didn't know you could you even could do. do. <laughs> he was going for it. He was amazing. <laughs> um, and do they sing as well? Or is it just in really, pure no. instrumental? Yeah, so it's, okay. um, I mean, one of the brothers did sing and then he got everyone singing along in the audience. Oh, cute. Yeah, that was really cute. Um, and it was just really nice um, to see so many different people in one place. So like a lot of um, a lot of Arab people, a lot of Palestinians were mm-hmm. obviously there, but there were lots of um, lots of young people and mm-hmm. lots of old people. There was just... Bringing all the peoples together. Exactly. That's with their th- talent. Mm-hmm, exactly. So it yes. was really beautiful. And what are their names? I don't know. The, or what's oh. the group's <laughs> name? Sorry. <laughs> name each one of them. But they're right. They're called Le Trio Jubran. Le Trio Jubran. And Who's we'll put all of their stuff underneath his bar so you can check them out. Yeah. Who's your Melanin Magnificence this week? So my Melanin Magnificence this week goes to Sir Lenny Henry. Um... He was recently presented with an award that was recognizing his extensive charity work. Um, so I, a few weeks ago, back when I went to the screening of the Long Song, uh, saw uh, Lenny there and had a little chat with him. And he just seems like he's so here to like do things for the black community. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of the first things he said was, you know, it's just a really nice. It was really nice to just be on set with people that look like me. Oh um, gosh, yeah. And we need more of that. And, you know, I think he's recently he recently started an award ceremony for recognizing um, black mixed ethnic BAME, the BAME community in the creative arts um, that really don't get enough recognition, which I think is amazing. And. Mm. Um, yeah, he's one of the founders of, uh, the co- of Comic Relief and he's helped raise millions over the years for different charitable projects. So he's been given an award for his humanitarian causes. No, edit. <laughs> he's been he's been giving an award just recognizing how much he has done to help others and I think that that is just a great thing he went on to say that I didn't set out to do this stuff you know my mum though was a Christian she was saved again in the latter part of her and she always stressed even when she wasn't really thinking about being Christian she always she would she always stressed about helping people that are worse off than yourself and she did a lot of and she wow miles you cannot read yes and she did a lot in the community and laterally even when she was in a wheelchair she went out into the community administered to people and helped young people and she led by example and i guess as a result of that i did the same thing we don't know anything else in our family so it's really wonderful to receive this that's what henry went on to say and i'm reading that from the voice online.co.uk and yeah, there's a nice little picture of him receiving uh, his award. Uh, so I just want to say thank you, Lenny, for being um, a role model uh, in the community, in the acting community and in the black community. Uh, we need to see more people like you going out of their way to help others, even when it's not financially beneficial or beneficial in any way, but just doing something nice when they don't really need to. So Yeah, I think it's, it's so amazing. Uh, this is something I've been thinking about mm. the last couple of days is like, what we do with the platform that we get so Mm -hmm. with him he's got he's done really well for himself and he's 
kind of a household name, right? Yeah, especially and, in England. Yeah, and he's um, using his platform to to help other people, and I think that's that's what it's really all about, isn't it? It's once you get to a certain point, and you can, yeah, use your fame and and your name to bring Impact, other people. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. yeah, shout out to you, Sir Lenny Henry. Um, and thank you again for being this amazing role model and inspiring us and helping everyone in the community. So, yeah, Melanin Magnificence goes to you, Sir Lenny Henry. Mm-hmm. So it's time now for Miles Measures. So let's start with um, a rapper who we all thought was probably from somewhere in Atlanta, doing trap things. I think he's even got an American accent. Mr. 21 Savage. Now, we recently found out on social media that he's actually from London. Uh, Born in London, raised in London until he was six. Uh, And then went to go on and move to America. And he's since become this successful rapper from America. Um, However... Whilst he was doing, you know, rapping about bitches and traps and alcohol and money, the U.S. were absolutely fine with him being there, making money. Then he started rapping about freeing black people from prisons. And, you know, he started rapping about rights and equality. And then they were like, wait a minute. (laughs) You can talk about doing rap things. But if you start reminding people that there's a lot of injustice in this country, then we might have to find information about you, which they went on to do. Shut you down. Yeah. And now he's actually in custody by ICE. I think that's. Yeah. yeah, Like not. He's detained by them. And that's like not a cute thing. Like to be detained anywhere. But like by ICE, I think they are quite extreme with their their means of detaining you questioning you and things like that i think all of his assets have been frozen so he can't really do anything and they're working on deporting him back to east london which is where apparently he's from Mm. now not even his fans knew this none of his fans knew that he was british even his um i guess you could say colleagues or people in his industry other rappers and performers out there in the states had no clue Mm. uh Lots of celebrities have taken to, you know, their social media to support him and be like, oh, we're here for you. But some people, ironically, what's that girl's name that sings Sorry, Not Sorry? She mm-hmm. was like, oh, I th- she's American. Sorry, Not Sorry. Sorry, Not Sorry. Demi Lovato. All right. So Sis uh, put up some memes about him and kind of like was mocking slash making a joke of him being detained and going through this phase of hurt yeah which is ironic because i remember not so long ago she was actually being shunned in the mirror for like doing drugs and things like that and she had a bit of a mental breakdown and was performing wildly and not hitting notes and forgetting her lyrics on the stage yeah. and people were like making a joke out of that and then she was all like yeah oh my god this is really hard for me like i'm hurting right now how could you do this yeah. but then when someone else is going through something she thought she could then laugh at it which is it's ironic yeah. like some of the memes were funny <laughs> but it's like but that's a really i think that's kind of a deep thing to go for you know it's like being deported he has a child as well over there in america that's not that's different to kind of like whether the powers that be Mm. are in control 
it's very different to if you're you know, like to sniff doing, a little coke yeah because that, that's something stage. that you can take control of where if someone else is coming in and deciding how your life is going to pan out well that's really yeah especially when i do cry on the internet and say don't make fun of me this is a hard time and then when someone else is going through a hard time you do exactly what you were complaining about a few months ago but yeah i was shocked to hear but i don't even really follow 21 savage that much 21 savage i knew that he dated what's her name amber rose oh yeah yeah and she like introduced him to like greens and vegetables and water because <laughs> uh, apparently he didn't eat any of those nice oh, things. Okay. Yeah. But oh, yeah, so nice. I feel sorry for him. I hope uh, it I hope it gets sorted or yeah. that he can remain there I, if he wants to. I mean, probably being deported wouldn't be such a bad idea considering the administration that the United States are under right now. Mm. But then again, we've got Theresa May here and Brexit is all trash. So mm. I don't I don't really know which... Which side of hell you want? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I it's hope that true. he's okay. Um, what else has happened? So, Ariana Grande, have you heard about this tattoo? No, I haven't. Okay, okay <laughs> should I, I update myself quickly? Yeah, well, it's not really that much. I don't know why we would want to talk about some random girl. Well, she's not some random girl; like she's a successful singer. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's just a girl getting a tattoo. But yeah, she went to. This one. Where? Oh, is this on her Instagram? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm on her Instagram, but... I can't so she basically went and got... Yeah, she's probably taking it down. Oh, okay. She basically went and got a tattoo of... Um, so she released a single called Seven Rings. It's actually quite a bop. People have actually cussed her out for saying, you've ripped off Soldier Boy song, Pretty Boy Swag. Don't okay. know if you heard about that. But she went and got her single... Oh, I know this song. Yeah, my friend's obsessed with it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bop. Yeah. Like, it came on in the club the other day. And I, I you know, I shook a leg and did nice things to it. Mm. But she went out and got her single title tattooed on her hand. I don't know who would... I mean, I even think that's wild to even do. Like, that? yeah, that's the tattoo right there, which actually doesn't mean <laughs> seven rings. Does it not? No, it means barbecue grill. Oh, my gosh. I thought that's what they were calling the tattoo. It looks no, like she put her hand on it. She really went to her friend and was like, by the way, what does this mean? And obviously no. when she posted it, saying, oh, new tattoo says seven rings. People were like, actually, sorry, sis, but it that's not what it says. That is really sad. It's sad no. and it's embarrassing. And wow, she then went back to get it done again. And like she had some other like symbols written underneath it. And it still actually doesn't say it. But now I think it says, I wrote it in my notes. So now it no longer says barbecue grill. But now it means barbecue finger. No, now it means Japanese finger barbecue. <laughs> that is wild um i don't know when you've got all of this team around you all of this money that you wouldn't have got it checked out before you went and got something permanently yeah. put on your body i mean why would you go did, she, did they go back to the same people <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know surely she can sue for this yeah big That's ariana grande really. she can do sue Oh my gosh. I mean, at least nowadays you can get them lasered off, but it would probably leave a scar. That yeah. Says I mean, I swear when you get things on your, I don't have no tattoos. So, yeah, but I know when people get them done in their hands, apparently it fades quicker because the skin on your hand sheds for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. That must hurt. Yeah. You know, on the palm of your hand. On the palm. Really a whole Japanese finger barbecue. Yeah. No seven, no rings, no nothing. 
That's really funny. Well, sis, yeah. Some people are even called out for cultural appropriation. And uh, mm. it's a bit of a reach because I, I know so, so yeah. many people get tattoos with Japanese or Chinese or Egyptian things because it looks nice. Mm. It does bring up the, the, the subject of cultural appropriation, but I don't really think it is. I don't think so because it's not a cultural tradition to get a tattoo. But the language. Yeah. That's what people were but saying. Why you... have you got Japanese writing on if you don't know what it means? Like, look, yeah. you really don't know what it means because otherwise when it got done, you might have known that you're having wild things put on your hand. Yeah. Because she's... Is she Italian or is she Hispanic? I don't know. I, th I think she's... I think she's Italian. I think Italian. I think but... she's Italian. Yeah. Because she could have got some nice Italian things put on mm. there and, you know, done done a five, six, seven, eight with her culture. But... Yeah. I don't know. It sucks to be you right now. Who yeah. said that? Of course, that's Beyonce lyric. Yeah. yeah, it sucks to be you right now. <laughs> Best thing I never had. But yeah, um, good luck with getting that done for the third time. Well, I don't know if they're going to take it off, but know. yeah. She must, I think she must have to laugh at it though. That is quite I a would. big fuck up. Oh, quite a big blunder. You have to laugh. A barbecue grill. To, but to have it, as one thing and then it get changed to something else that even which still didn't even correct it yeah wow but that also is sounds even more absurd it does well. it Japanese, sounds is that even a thing a japanese finger grill as in like finger food that it you sounds grill. like a restaurant you could see in chinatown yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest what other wild things I bet have it's happened it's gonna be like a surge on google <laughs> people right like people, some of her dad had fans you know what they're like they'll probably go out here and get that same thing tattooed yeah. and be like i stand with ariana grande <laughs> with our we stand chinese japanese whatever, right <laughs> uh, um what else has happened this a week so um monique went online the comedian uh onto a radio station that is to discuss um, R. Kelly and, you know, this whole documentary. Oh, Have you yeah. seen it Yeah, I haven't seen it because it, it just it upsets me. I can't. Yeah, it's quite wild. Yeah. Um, so she went online, again, received a backlash uh, from the people that were listening to what she had to say because, yeah. again, she was speaking from a place of love. We spoke about this last year. Not last year. Wow. We spoke about this in the last episode in regards to discussing and handling the situation instead of just being like fuck R. Kelly, fuck you, lock him up and whatever, whatever. Um, but actually going, okay, yes, it's wrong, yes, it's sick. But like, um, like we said last week, Erica Badu spoke out about it and said, Are we going to really string up the victims that he abused mm. if they start offending in the future? And that made me think, Wow, are we? And, um, it, do you know Ianla from Fix My Life? She's like a, a TV therapist who sits people down and does anti like let's sort out this problem okay. and mediates and whatnot and yeah. helps people get to their end goal uh she was also on a radio station and said you know there's no point in just fucking him off to prison because we've already seen our prison scheme doesn't care about fixing people mm. especially the black man they just put him in there and nothing happens no one learns and yeah it's a cycle, uh, and both of them received, you know, a negative response to people that were just like, no, why did they don't deserve this? They don't deserve that. Mm. And, you know, unfortunately, Monique was hit with the same backlash. Um, 
I'll play for you a little clip of what she said on this radio station. To say how I feel about it, we can't overlook what it is. Mm -hmm. And our brother has to deal with the consequences that come along with it. Mm -hmm. Do I love him any less? No. Mm -hmm. Do I want him to get well? Yes. Mm -hmm. But you have to deal with the consequence. Right. And again, we are quick to throw us away. Right. Just throw us away. Right. What he did, you got to pay for that. Mm -hmm. But do I love him any less? No. Right. We've got to get out of a place of, let's just be done. Mm -hmm. Let's just, I've been molested. Mm. I know what that is. I know the damage it can create. I know the harm. I know all of that. But do I hate my brother? Mm -hmm. There was a time I did. Oh. Till I did a film called Precious. Okay. Then I understood the sickness. Mm -hmm. So, to say... Yeah, so that's a little clip because others will be here for quite a while. Again, she did receive a lot of backlash for speaking up. Not necessarily speaking up for him, but speaking from a place of love. What do you think about that? I think it kind of goes back to, in a way, but in a, in a much deeper way, it goes mm -hmm. back to what we were saying about accountability. Because mm -hmm. basically what she's saying is that, yeah, he needs to pay for 100%. his behaviour and, and all these horrible things that he's done, all this abuse. Mm -hmm. But she's still being... What it sounds like to me is that she's worked through a lot of stuff and, and yeah. that's what she's saying is that until she did that film uh precious and mm -hmm. then you know obviously yeah gaining understanding has been able to i guess forgive to a certain extent um, yeah and i i agree I, with that i think i really admire her to be able to do that yeah um, because that is a deep trauma yeah that's quite phenomenal to mm -hmm. To have moved, and 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 I, I like that she admits that she did hate him. Yeah, I like that she's really real about it, and it just makes it seem more honest what mm -hmm. she's saying that now she's yeah yeah. Because I did at one point as well. Like when it first all came out, I jumped on the whole or oh, hate him, burn him, whatever, and I even said it on the show. And it wasn't until like the next week I'd seen other people tweeting. Uh, uh, like, oh, fuck Erica Badu, what's she talking about? Or fuck Yanla. And now they're saying fuck Monique. But in really hearing what they say, I was like, yeah, they, they are kind of right. And like what you said about people, like she she worked through it. I feel like no one is hearing this story and other stories and working through it. They're just quick to jump to fuck like fuck that mm. and it's always it, i almost find it a bit hypocritical again i'm not saying that i agree with him like it's, it's wrong and it's fucked up and he needs like monique said he deserves to suffer the consequences but i also want to help help him yeah and help anyone and that's hard that's a hard thing to do it's easy to just be like oh fuck you fuck you but it's a lot harder to be like fuck you but let's work through this yeah. and let's help you and the society get to a better place. Cause if we continue doing that, then we're all fucked. Cause no one's perfect. Yeah. No one is perfect. I'm not saying that everyone is out here touching boys or touching girls or pissing on girls, but we all fuck up to a certain degree. Uh, and it's about working through, working through Yes. Taking responsibility, but also correcting it. Mm. I think you're right. It's like, um, we, it's like, uh, I think there's a lot of people that have really deep issues and problems mm -hmm. and out of them, they hurt a lot of other people. And 
it's almost like she's saying let's help and it, and I think it's also because those people have been hurt that they hurt yeah. other people um, but it's almost like she's saying let's help those people so that they can I don't know still be a part of society and, and living and 100%. functioning and um, I think if we it's really easy to to look at people that hurt people and just and mm-hmm. shove them into the corner and be like okay well then you can't be a part of society anymore um yeah yeah um what else has happened this week so gucci one of my one of my brands that i i enjoy to participate in uh they received a backlash uh they've got these sweaters and they also have these like they're not like snuds they're like a scarf that just goes around your face like a mask almost it doesn't cover your whole face but it just covers like your mouth mm. they've got these jumpers and masks whatever you want to call them that are black but around the mouth area it's red almost like lips mm. and some people are saying that they look like gollywog mm. um the gollywog uh jumpers similar to what uh prada actually did a few weeks or months ago i can't remember when that was mm. um i <laughs> Gucci has apologized and they've even considered, I think they're going to take, they're going to remove these uh, from their line. But I don't, I don't know. Looking at that image, what do you think? I mean, I can uh, see what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. But it's not the whole face. And I'd, um, I don't, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. To, to like, I know that we are all very like hyper aware these these yeah. days in society, which is good, but then like, <sighs> but I also feel like maybe Gucci should know better. Uh-huh, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, especially in this day and age, exactly. in this climate, and the way and people are getting called out, and everything that's happening, like they should just kind of know that's probably even if it is only loosely. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's loose actually, but it's it's not solid kind of. Um, it's open to interpretation. A hundred percent. But even still, it's kind of like just don't, just don't, don't go there. Maybe like they should like <laughs> hire someone who's like really active on like Black Twitter or, maybe or whatever. They should just like hire someone that's black. <laughs> then that too, sis. No, I'm hire thinking, someone they probably that. Is, well, we hope that actually, they do. I don't know. Yeah. Just suit like high up anyway, not just in your stores because I see black yeah. people in the stores, but high up just to go. Okay, guys, like let's run this past someone yeah. who actually knows. The culture yeah. or the way things are going in society. But on another note, did you see talking about Gucci? Yeah. Did you see the musical advert that they've done? No. It is incredible. Is it? Do you love musicals? You obviously. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I asking you that? But you know. Uh, <laughs> They're okay. How foolish of me. Um, so. They've they've actually done this incredible advert. That's yeah. a reference to loads of nineteen fifties musicals. So there's loads yeah. of references to singing in the rain. Um there's no business like show business. There's no business. It's like show. I mean, I love singing in the rain. That's I know you do. I watched it film. for the first time with you at your oh, house. Yay. Okay, don't think uh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I like I like to um make sure everyone's seen that mm. film because it's so beautiful. Um but yeah, they they've done an amazing job of 
referencing all these films. Yeah. But with all the Gucci clothes and it just filmed. I'm going to watch that episode tonight. Yeah, I do. Episode? I'm going to watch the advert tonight. Yeah, it's on their Instagram, so. Nice things. So, um, recently we had the Super Bowl. Oh. Have you heard about this? Yeah. I mean, I've heard about all these people turning it down and people being like, well, who's actually going to do it then? Well, they had to Um, get a white man to do it because Jay-Z and Blue Ivy spoke and said, I'm sorry, but we are not going to perform for NFL, a company that is, you know, um, throwing a black man into jail at one point and also out of a job because Mm. he decided to use his right to protest Mm. peacefully by taking a knee to this national anthem that is racist as fuck. And, um, and yeah, the NFL mistreated this black man for speaking up for something that is right and something that is necessary and something that is harmful to many uh, black men in particular, but black people in the States, you know, for getting killed by police officers for no reason. And he peacefully, calmly exercised his right to protest and they fired him and rightly so many black artists and creatives that have been asked to perform at the super bowl kindly declined uh, until this was rectified it hasn't been um so they struggled to find someone of color to <laughs> do the halftime show mm. they ended up however getting maroon is it maroon, maroon five? 5 yeah and there's been drama so much tell drama. Me, tell me the drama. So he performed. <laughs> I didn't watch it because I yeah. couldn't care less. But <laughs> on the blogs and on the gram and everything, um, there's been an uproar because Adam Levine mm-hmm. showed not one, but both of his nipples during this performance. And n- everyone, like nothing was said. It was done. Mm. The feminists are in uproar. The people that believe in equality, uh, you know, on their periods now. And everyone is just insane because they're like, hashtag, what about Janet? Because Janet, I don't know if you remember, did the Super Bowl once. And one of her nipples came out and she received hell online. Uh, She was booked for a while and she got dragged for filth. And that was at a point where, like, social media wasn't as, as, um, as impactful and as in your face as it is today Mm. whereas uh, people are now saying well why can he show both of his nipples and our sis janet showed one and it's true it's true but i think it's all to do with the way that we're brought up to see the female body as a a sexual object basically i mean i was i just realized this yesterday it's kind of like you grow up as a little girl and you're allowed to like wander around topless and whatever just because you know you're you're a little kid if you're on the beach you just you know walk around in your knickers whatever Mm -hmm. and i i realized yesterday you kind of you grow up as a person and then you suddenly hit puberty and you're thrown into this um idea that you're not a person anymore you're a sexual object i mean obviously not everyone makes you feel like that but a lot of the world the the way that we represent women Mm -hmm. is as sexual all yeah. the time and that breasts are sexual and and yeah but we don't i don't know it's just, i just don't think it's it's not uh obviously uh, it's not healthy but i guess that's why p- people are sort of starting to say i mean and people have been saying for a long time is that why are we 
holding men up to certain standards and mm-hmm. women not, up to yeah i completely agree ones. with that um i again i'm always on like not necessarily on the fence but like how do i say this without getting dragged myself <laughs> like i think he should be i do think in the same rights that a woman sh- a woman should be able to show her breasts if she want to 100 mm. fucking percent because otherwise it's it's just not fair and it's not equal however like you said because of we're so used to seeing men's chest out mm. like all the time on and not thinking anything and not it. thinking anything you know it could be not even something to do with the body but it could be a fucking like pg tips advert for tea and you could see a man walking in shirtless and drink it and you wouldn't think twice but imagine (laughs) if that same advert was filmed with a female it's porn walking it's (laughs) now porn sis it's now erotic it's literally that's crazy isn't it you wouldn't think anything of it but a woman walks in with her breasts hanging low enjoying her best female life and now that advert would need to be shown after 10 p.m maybe even 12 but you know it's really funny i don't know whether i'm just quite prude but like i find it quite weird like it's only recently this has started happening if i see a man topless really doesn't matter what their body is i feel like really like oh you're naked. Sorry to be I mean? in it, maybe doing too much, but maybe it's because we haven't had nice things in a while. If you know what I mean, yeah, right? If yeah. we haven't <laughs> done nice things, and then you see a chest, maybe it's you're just like, true. "Oh my god, wow! Why oh do I feel body. so? <laughs> why am I getting hot? Oh my god, put your top on. Get away now!" <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that. that, yeah, that probably but it is so true. Bit. It is yeah. true. Can I? Oh my god, babes, yeah. light up. <laughs> But yeah, so everyone is in a in a f- fuss and talking about the Super Bowl and how he shouldn't have had his top out. Let us know what you think. Send us an email, contact com. I might join you in yeah, in, in having one of these. That. Having one of these things. Yeah. We can yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just light it up. Uh next. So, Jesse Mollett, do you watch Empire? No. Okay, yeah. My I clocked, I clocked her. So, she'll probably know about this. Yeah. But the other day, I was unfortunately um, told about something really, really bad. So, Jesse Mollett is an actor uh, in Empire. And he plays a gay singer on there. He's gay in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh, news broke out that whilst out, and about or whatever in Chicago, he ended up being taken to hospital with severe um, bodily harm. He was found with a noose around his neck and liquid on him. And that's all we really heard. No, No, I did hear about this actually. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that he was on Empire, but I definitely, I I know I saw lots of messages sort of wishing him well. Yeah. So Um, a lot of the black LGBT community and just nice people in general, like get, not kept us soon. That is really like putting a but so showing their support, but showing their support and their love and their concern because it was um we, the the media was told that he was called um by his attackers. I think there were two men who wore masks. Uh oh, you're that fag, you're that faggot nigger from Empire. So I, as well as the rest of the world, took to my social media to show my support, my love, and just disgust in the cowards that did that to him. Now, 
it gets messy. So now people are saying that it wasn't just a random attack and that he was actually on a grinder trip to go and do nice things with people yeah. that he didn't know and whatever. Regardless, this doesn't make it correct. No. Whether you go for a hookup, you go for a hookup to get nice things and hopefully come. But not to get strung up, no. beaten, have liquid porn on you, to be subject to homophobia and racism. He just wanted nice things. Mm. But people are now saying that uh, there's almost like a bit of a scandal around this. The FBI are now involved. Okay. The FBI are also now going to the uh, Empire set. Uh, and the police actually want to speak to him again. And we don't know... We don't know why. So uh, what people are basically saying is that there's more to this than just a random attack. That's really, really tragic. It's really upsetting. Yeah. It just goes to show again how unsafe it is to be not just black, not just gay, but especially a black gay man anywhere, really. Mm. Like, it's wild. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Uh, so, yeah, I hope he feels better. He yeah. made his first appearance um, like a day yesterday or two days ago with a performance. Um, and he decided to say he's not going to, his words verbatim, he's not going to let these motherfuckers win. He stands for nothing but yeah. love, uh, which I endorse. And Jesse continue to be this loving, a radiant energy. Yeah. And, yeah, all my love goes out to you guys. And... I stand with you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We stand. We stand with you. You are a singer, songwriter, producer. Can yeah. you give us like your story of how you, you decided or when you knew in your life that you wanted to take this seriously, make it a career and how you got to where you are today? Um, well, so I've always loved music. I've always, I've always been a little bit afraid of it as well. So mm. it's taken me a while to really throw myself into it because, um, because I love it so much, I think. Yeah. Um, so I've, 
been singing since I was little, 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 like yeah. since five years old, having singing lessons. And then I started playing piano when I was about 11. Um, and then I think I start, I, when I realized I really wanted to do music when it was when I was 15 and I um, was really lucky. My dad had a friend whose partner worked in a recording studio and I did work experience there. Okay. And I mean, like it was a really, really cool space. Um, mm and quite a lot of big names have recorded there and i didn't really get it at the time like mm. i was 15 i was just like oh mom i saw cat stevens today i'm just like uh, kind of oblivious uh, but it was yeah so but at that time uh there was uh there was this one day where all the, a couple of producers and musicians from the um who were all working there yeah they came into one guy's studio and they just started making these beats that were just really silly like they were just having a massive laugh just yeah. making silly sounds and and just cracking up and it was that moment that i was like this is what i want to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i want to sit around and make sounds and laugh <laughs> to myself um that yeah that was the moment for me and i was like i want to make weird music i want to make fun music i want to make um stuff that i haven't heard before yeah and and also there's just such a beautiful experience in singing and writing um and so i just started doing that i just started playing on playing around on garage band when i was 16 maybe yeah. and then um and then i started working with other people and i started going down a path that i wasn't so keen on um and i realized if I wanted to do the music that I wanted to do, that I had to take control of it, and um, mm -hmm. and I needed to start to learn to produce myself, yeah. um, rather than letting other people, other people yeah. do it for me. And it was really hard to communicate with people as well what I wanted to do because because I didn't have the vocabulary, but also I didn't have the skill set to say actually I want this sound, I want um, this synthesizer, yeah. I want you know. So I just started to, I was really, really privileged as well that I got, um, I got signed to a publisher mm -hmm. and that gave me some time to um, experiment and play with sound. And uh, how did you go about getting that, uh, that deal? Publishing, publishing deal. deal yeah. So it was actually um, kind of direct, uh, kind of about, uh, Brit. And, okay. Um, I don't know if you remember when we were in, in year 14. Yeah, there were loads of auditions for record labels and girl bands and stuff and I and Arthur Bolton um, who we mentioned at the beginning of the show he encouraged me to take part um, in the auditions and he said oh yeah. just you know build your confidence and stuff so I um, went to a couple of auditions with no intention of Game getting signed. anything out of it yeah. and um, and it started creating conversations so people um, I got a couple of callbacks actually i got about five callbacks <laughs> yes, from these yes. different um labels and at the same time i was working with someone um doing music writing music and songs and um it kind of all just came together so people started talking about me and then i was doing gigs and i had this music coming out and you're getting and gigs i'm guessing you were sourcing those yourself um or were people approaching you as well a bit of both, actually. Yeah. How would you source it for people listening that are like, oh, how do I get right there? Like, oh, how would you do that? Yeah, it's a good question. I think um, a lot about a lot of it is about, I mean, that thing of who you know. Mm -hmm. um, so socializing. I mean, networking. Um, going to open mics. Start going to open mic. Uh, 
<laughs> going to open mic nights and yeah. um, just getting yourself into situations where people are there to uh, who want to help you so i mean there's people that whose jobs it is to find artists and find musicians and they want to book people um just so you know just so that people have something of course to work with yeah exactly mm-hmm. so it, it, i think it really is about networking um can you suggest any like good open mic night places for listeners uh, in London. I know there's one in Shoreditch. Yeah. I mean, there's some really nice ones in Hackney as well. Yeah. There's a place called Grow. Mm-hmm. I know that's really nice. Um, to be honest, so like Google the that. gig thing is actually something that I'm really bad at. And I just ask people who I know that are agents or um, anyone that's putting on events. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just ask. I just say... Just ask people and just keep asking. Shot. Just yeah. keep on knocking on those doors. Okay. Even if people f- don't reply to you, just do it. Keep on asking yeah, because they 100%. might have for- they might have just forgotten or they're really busy. Mm-hmm. They've seen your message, but they're like, "Oh, I'll get back to you later." Um, in their head, but they don't actually ever get back to you. Mm-hmm. It's just about keep on going. Yeah, persistence. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so in all of that happening, um. I got introduced to a lawyer who was trying to get me. So, uh, so what happened was that I, I also got interest from a publisher, mm. um, and I needed a lawyer in order to sign that deal. So that lawyer then said, "Okay, well, let's look at some other publishers as well." And um, yeah, I've just been really fortunate that yeah. I've been surrounded by good people who believe in me, and uh, I think it's always about trusting your gut with people if you feel really comfortable with someone then they're probably someone that you want to keep working with and you want to keep that relationship going um in my experience those people that you trust immediately are the you know Mm -hmm. the good ones um and i'm yeah so then i got that deal and i mean it was it was good in terms of i had the opportunity to just make lots of music but i think it's a similar situation what you were talking about where i mean this is earlier you were saying Mm -hmm. about when someone promises something but they don't do much for you um yeah so that unfortunately oh yeah yeah, yeah, i don't know if i should even be saying this but it's absolutely (laughs) fine it could be absolutely anything yeah yeah it's true um so i mean that's partly my uh, responsibility as well. I have to take accountability yep. for Again, myself. Go back to word of the week. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and I, I haven't always been very good at I'm being a go-getter because I'm quite shy and um, not always very believing of yeah. myself. Yeah, exactly. I hear that. Yeah, so, but this year, I mean, this past year, I've learned that it's really just about putting yourself out there. It doesn't matter how much fear you have or yeah. how much or how little you believe in yourself you just if you have some self-belief then do it just yeah. keep on following that um yeah so yeah that's i guess that's a brief history of, of yeah. grace Cladnell. and <laughs> when like as an artist uh who's independent now right yeah like i know from from even from this show like funding things and finding like not having necessarily, you know, a couple thousand or having much money in the bank to like get these projects up and running. How have you found or have you been able to like create things and 
pursue things without necessarily having financial backing? Um, I mean, so I have been fortunate in this EP that I've had um, financial backing. Okay. Big up hometown. Okay, um, how did Johnny you get that? Johnny and Phil. And <laughs> so that was actually... See, this is a, a lot of this is circumstance. So mm -hmm. I just someone knows someone who knows someone who can help. You know, so a couple a couple of years ago, and I put my, my I um I met my had a okay. What <laughs> I'm trying to say, um, when I put out my first EP, mm -hmm. I had uh I worked with Hometown then who and and I was working with someone who was a friend of my dad's friend mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> it makes sense but um and he was setting up a label and there were a few other guys involved in that um and then he moved on to something else and those and a few the, a few other guys who were still are still running that label hometown yeah. um and so one of the guys phil phil taggart from um he's a radio one dj so okay. that's really handy um he got in touch and said like what are you doing where's your music yeah i want to you know i want to hear what you're doing and so i sent him um a couple i sent him the ep that i'd uh, that i'd put together yeah and he was like yeah that's great let's yeah. let's do something with it but I've also been fortunate that I had a friend who mixed a couple of the songs for me as well, mm -hmm. just for free. He was just, you know, I said, I don't have any money. I don't really know yeah. what to do. And he was like, okay, well, yeah, I can mix a couple of them. So shout out to Quezzy Darko. Uh, thank you. Speaking about this whole free thing, because, oh, you know, yeah, as a creative, yeah. sorry to cut you short, no, uh, okay. as a creative, um, myself, I thought that I do this as well i said you know what? i'm a creative pay me mm. but like not all of us are beyonce and not all of us can afford and yeah. not all of us have uh, like have that privilege to be like oh yeah uh i'm just starting out i'm new to this this is my first ep this is my first dance project this is my first television thing or my first whatever when you want to work with someone but you don't have that like how like when do you say yes and when do you say no yeah, it's a really hard one because obviously you want people to get paid and a lot of people, they will say that they'll do something for free because in the long run, they want to get paid from it, for it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's about knowing, always being aware of that, mm -hmm. um, that people do want something out of it, even if it's, um, you know, at the, f at the first interaction, it might be, yeah, I'm doing this for free, but it's because there's a, a long-term investment. Yeah. Um, so I think it's about going for people that you trust. Yeah. And if you have faith in them and, and, and also if you know, I think you have to know that you want to keep going in the long run as yeah. well, because you don't want to string that person along and then be actually like, oh, I don't really want to carry yeah. on working with you or I don't want to, I don't want you to get paid out of this. I think, yeah be really sure of what you want before you go into it. Otherwise it can get quite messy. Um, would you I've ever do anything that. like that for free? Like sing on someone's track or I would actually, yeah. because I just love what I do. And Oh, he hello. I just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I mean, I yeah. should think about money more. But of course. Yeah. I'd Cause you know, EE -E and EDF, yeah, exactly. they need to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they aren't giving me water for yes, free. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, because I'm, I just believe in, in doing and mm -hmm. just doing it. Um, but I was going to say as well, uh, so in terms of doing 
things with no money. I've had to do things. Uh, one of the things is just learning to do stuff yourself. Um, so yeah. one of the songs on my EP, I didn't have um, mixed. And I just it was holding me back for a long time. I was mm. like, I need to get this EP finished. But I just need this one song to be yeah. mixed. And... Um, and my brother kept saying to me, Grace, why don't you just mix it yourself? And I was like, oh, I can't. That's yeah. so hard. Like, that's really difficult thing <laughs> to do. Do you know, like, the skill set <laughs> that it requires? It's really... And this is this just went on for, like, a year. I'm not... I'm ashamed <laughs> to say, but it did. And then eventually <laughs> one day it clicked. I was like, Grace, just just do it yourself. And I'm really glad I did because it's added a whole other layer to my production as well. Boom. Yeah. That now I know more about mixing and um even when i sent it off to get mastered the guy was like who did the mix on this and i thought he was gonna say because it's really bad it's like, <laughs> <laughs> he was actually like no this is really good like this is amazing so i was really um i was a bit chuffed i'm not gonna yeah lie. man so take a leap yeah. on yourself and then same with music videos as well and i mean thankfully i've got friends that have been willing to help me and yeah. just said come on let's do this um but at the end of the day, there's always something in it for that person as well. Because yeah. if they're going to make a piece of work that they love they as well, have they have something for their portfolio show, to yeah. say, look at this piece of work that I did. And mm -hmm. yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I feel like both of us in that sense are, uh, are blessed to have some people around us that are willing, that number one, love what they do enough to do something for free. Yeah. Trust each other and like value each other's skill set and well-being essentially enough to be like, yeah, let's work together as a team for mm. both of us to create something good, which we both enjoy. So, yeah, that's good. That, that's good. Again, it comes down to surrounding yourself with people that care. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, yeah, you've got to have a good relationship with that person yeah. as well. That really helps. And what do you think about reaching out to people that you might not necessarily know asking for something free? or a service uh, or help or promo or I think why not mm -hmm. just like what's the worst that could happen you know it might be because I get really afraid of doing things like that yeah but I have lost all my pride now I'm like I don't give a damn that's so good yeah. I'm learning I'm learning that because at the end of the day what is the worst that is gonna happen well, you'll be in the same position you were before exactly and nothing so and if anything you'll be in a better <laughs> position because yeah they might have said no but someone else now that you might need in the future knows you're on the radar mm. knows you're trying to hustle exactly so if you keep on doing that eventually you'll get to a place where you are in you know god jesus whoever allah's name mm. you will be in a position where you are now able to you are profiting and um currency has come along your way with what you're doing so you, next time you reach out to the person you can say well now, now i'm in a position to pay you and they will also not yes. just go oh th that weight will be some completely different to them valuing you uh if you've approached them once oh please can you help me for free you get a no and then the next year because you've been hustling and hustling and hustling you approach them again oh i'd love to work with you again because i'm still doing what i was doing last year yeah. except for now i've grown and i can pay you maybe not loads but i can pay you a little bit now yeah. so that would make them see okay so they're serious about their craft yeah they've grafted they're still here do you know what they've reached out to me before why not so just be persistent i guess as well absolutely sick and well show enthusiasm exactly Can we give the belt yes babes I've, are you ready I've for been, it yeah i am i'm gonna give the belt to liam neeson well it's another t it's another double team because <laughs> liam neeson was gonna get my fucking really? belt this week yes because oh, he yes. tried it 
Oh well, my gosh. That's a perfect transition about yeah. being able to walk around as a black man uh-huh. and minding your own ethnic seasoned business. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that really upset me, that story. Um, Triggering. About Liam Neeson. I was just, especially after seeing him in, um, um, what was that film? I only know him from Taken. Oh, okay. But he was in a film with Viola Davis as ah, the romantic. I what she has to say. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, but even in that film, he was a dickhead. Yeah, he was. He was a dickhead. <laughs> so we should have known. I know, but that really made me feel a way. I was just like, oh, that feels really kind of mm, icky. Bit creepy, something about that. Um, the fact that he was just in this film. And, and it's, it's, the, it's a fact as well that you don't see often enough a black female lead but also in a romantic way so they have these really intimate moments and you know where the wig is off the makeup is off the natural hair is out and it's uh, they're really like beautiful moments as well and it's so lovely to see a black woman at the center of that yeah do you know what i mean but then so for him to and then with a black director as well steve mcqueen yeah i can't believe i can't remember the name of the film that's i saw it i i saw it as well the film is called... It's because Liam Neeson was in it. It was like... It erased. <laughs> Our subconscious no. was like, next, thank yeah. you, next. Oh, no, but I'm... Yeah, I was really upset to hear that about him. His words just, were, I wanted to go out and kill a black bastard. Yeah, he was like, I was looking for a black bastard so I could... So I could just do kill. Yeah. And people are trying to justify it saying, oh, no, he was reacting from trauma. We need... no. Yes, mm. he may have been because he did hear someone was raped. But to then go and generalize and be like, oh, I just want to go and kill any any, any black, black person. Yeah. Are you fucking mad? Because what if he, what if he was white? This I, is if bit. he was white, he would not have been like, I need to go outside and find any white, white bastard. Yeah, no, you wouldn't have. And don't lie and say you would have because that's a fucking lie. The, ar- the article I read in The Guardian, he, the guy was saying, so if it was a white guy, would he, what would he have done? Would he killed himself? Like, right? <laughs> you know? So it's just... I don't know. It's it's obviously incredibly racist, racially loaded. A hundred percent. To have that kind of mindset to be like, I mean, yeah. And again, you've got Caucasians out here on TV, on radio, going, "No, it's not racism. He was just upset and in shock, but had I don't know, fucking name a famous black actor, Idris Elba. Yeah, had Idris Elba have had said the same thing about. A white person said, so I just want to go and kill a white bastard. Mm. He would have been crucified by the press. Yeah. There would be no Caucasians or, 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 or anyone, black people, speaking up defending him. Everyone would have dragged him. No, but it's also this. I mean, That's it, white it, privilege right there. Absolutely. To, to even feel comfortable to be to able to say, say that. that with your crusty, thin lips. Because if you were a black man saying that, there would be. Because there's all this. Um, you know stuff behind like i'm sorry i'm getting so triggered over overwhelmed but there's all this story behind the man the black man being um to be feared a feared body yeah be you know being um aggressive or just black people in general being stereotyped as aggressive that would be make him seem as if if a black man had said that then yeah it would have been a completely Uh, different reaction completely Black people have to work so hard to undo that stuff as well. One hundred percent. Also to um, be aware that people think of you mm-hmm. in a certain way, and how yeah, how you interact. And that and is how a burden that. Yourself. And that is a burden that only black people have. I don't know any white households, any to my knowledge. And please email the show and correct me if I'm wrong. Where a white parent has had to say, uh, "Sally, you're going to have to work extra hard in class." 
and in life because you know the world is against us so you need to work extra hard to season your food to do the maths and to be a nice person because people will automatically think you're out to colonize a country to steal people and their resources and leave behind the all-purpose seasoning and <laughs> you know so you need to work really really hard no no one gets that and to a certain point you said about people perceive black people as aggressive and stuff like that to be unfortunately again like i feel like black men especially black men are are trained to almost not necessarily be fearful but because of the racism that is present in our society every day our parents do teach the man to be you need to be strong yeah. you need to be have no emotion and act like things don't get to you because you need to you need to be hard you need to be masculine yeah. that word that's a whole other episode we could talk about being yeah. masculine and as a black male I would love to so have a right with you, yeah. but like uh, but then there's also I, I know a lot of black men where they feel they have to present themselves in a certain way to people so that they don't get that assumption that they are going to we be. get mixed messages yeah exactly so i know people that you know really if you know if you're especially if you're you know built a certain way and you're mm. really big or really tall then people just see a big tall black person or you know some, sometimes they're not even that tall and someone will be like oh my god like uh, you know people will exaggerate what they see of a black <laughs> yes. man as well because they just think that they're intimidated yeah or, you know they have this idea of what of, of blackness i don't mm -hmm. know um and so i think I, kn I know men who try to be more submissive in a way and be more kind because yeah. that because of the way more palatable for their white peers exactly yeah mm. so they're not intimidating mm -hmm. but actually it's not your problem if someone's intimidated by you that it shouldn't be anyway um but because of their racist ways that they often aren't even aware of yeah we have to act like that even my i do it myself when, when i go to work when i'm on the street mm. when i'm asked if i need something from someone like i i almost put on like a another persona oh, just so i'm mean. not just so yeah. i'm not that guy that black guy that mixed guy that's gonna steal your phone it's like like why should i even think like that i should yeah. be able to speak however i want to and not be so concerned with how you feel because why you're not more oh. important than me we're mm -hmm. equal so why you don't do that to me as a, as a white person all of a sudden start speaking extra nice because of whatever you yeah, don't know you're privileged of, because of fear of per perception boom yeah so yeah my belt definitely goes to Liam ne Neeson, whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> all the belts, all the belt buckles around your head. Yeah, double belts. Um, but I also want to say, because I want to afford, and this is controversial, mm -hmm. I want to afford, um, I want to give the belt to him from a place of love. Oh, <laughs> well done. Like how your parents <laughs> do, being like, they yes. beat you out of love so you can learn. Yeah. You know, if you took something from the kitchen you shouldn't have and you had that beating, they're beating you because you fucked up, but because they love you and they don't want you to do stealing again. Yeah. And they know you can do better. And they know. So I am hoping that, Liam, you can do better. Yes. You still get the belt today. A swift one. A hard and long one. Mm. Ooh, hard and long. <laughs> Where am I going? <laughs> they stay on track. Subconscious <laughs> is coming ah. out. <laughs> Shit. But I'm going to beat you with hopes that you can rectify this, change your ways and your 
inbuilt racial and racist perception uh, of black men mm. and hope that you you can change this. I know he recently did Coward Things. His publicist maybe asked him to do it, but he was meant to appear on like a, day, a nighttime TV show, talk show, something. He cancelled it. Mm. I think that was a pussy ass move. I felt like you should have gone on there and handled it and given yourself the the um, the opportunity to express how so you are and how you're going to do better. Mm. I'm fed up of all of these people fucking up and doing a tweet saying, "Oh, sorry, but I'm not sorry." Like, no, you should have put yourself. You should have accepted the consequences yeah. because in you doing that, it shows that you're prepared to work on it. And you fucking up and then going and doing Casper the Ghost and running away, mm. it shows that it shows that you're a pussy old, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Putting it bluntly, I mean, I mean that's kind of uh, th- that makes you think of a whole other thing. Is like, how does he do better next? I mean, mm. is it about educating other people as well? And mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I feel like that would have been a good position to 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 make amends, I guess. By going on TV, if you especially being someone with a platform, I feel like he should have gone on TV and been like, "This is what I said," and I'm if it hopefully is sorry. Say, do you know what I am really really sorry, and just for once accept. Do you know what this comes from my subconscious racism that I hold because of how I was raised, because of the world we live on, live in. Mm. And because I was, you know, walking in my white privilege, said something like that, said something racist, said something that triggered a load of people. I've now become aware. It took you way too long to become aware, but with your fuck ups, we could, with our fuck ups, we all learn. Yeah. And unfortunately he chose to run from that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, next time don't run and just come out and come out and own it and be and fucking be sorry and yeah. Mm. I don't even know how else you can rectify it. Maybe some of the films that you've got money from put that money to good use and you know donate it to uh people out there that are less privileged than you, black people that are less privileged than mm. you. Um god knows if you have any ideas about how he can rectify it if you feel like he can rectify it email the show at contact at getthebeltpod.com and we'd love to have this conversation this probably come up on a live show because i still like it's it's still very much going to be in the media so Mm. if you are coming along to it have a question for us or a suggestion for us so you can educate us as well but yes miles and um grace's belt this week goes to liam neeson well, we've come to the end of this episode of Get the Belt. It's been short but sweet having you on, Grace. Oh, we'll have to get you on again. Thank you. 100%. I'm so, so happy to be here. Right? So happy. Yes, sis. It's good to get you on. I want to give you a hug. I, I want know, everyone yeah. to see, but it's a podcast, so they can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. All of uh, Grace's social links are going to be in this uh, in the description to this episode. If you have any questions, uh about what she does how she's got there please feel free to email us at the show at contact to get the belt pod she will be performing uh at get the belt live um like we said before an exclusive performance of her brand new single um we're excited to have you performing in our melanin magnificence pre-show thank you thank you for having me can i just say yeah yeah, thank you miles for having me you're amazing and it's an honor to be on your show 
I've been looking forward to this for a while, so <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Thank Yay, you. Yay, us too, us too. I'm mean, just, it's upsetting that Kashmir can be as well, because yeah. we all obviously went to school together. Did you know Kashmir back at school? I or didn't. I think oh. I know, I think I saw her around, but yeah, yeah we're in different strands. Next time, we'll see her at the live show anyways. Yes. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if, if you learned anything, if you... If you connected or anything resonated with you, please let us know what it was so we can like read stuff out and all of that. If you would like to see Grace performing live, you know what to do. Go on the links in our bios, get some tickets to get the belt live at the Curtain Hotel and she'll be performing there alongside other amazingly talented, melanated uh, creatives. Mm. And yeah, is there anything you want to add before you before we bounce? Uh, just love and blessings to to you all yes <laughs> to you all as 21 Savage would say to you all back in Britain oh no I shouldn't take the piss I'm not taking the piss but it is British but whatever, whatever, whatever. well guys hope you enjoyed this episode of Get the Belt remember if you like what you heard don't forget to press that subscribe button whether you're listening to us on Acast SoundCloud Apple Podcasts or Spotify uh, share with a friend, enjoy, and I hope you have a fucking amazing week and hope to see you at the live show. You have been listening to Get the Belt. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.